from users so give one star to Scott and Jeff Scott and Jeff are not the best Tosk will sash Tosk will sash turn off the lights and light the bong the show is on welcome everybody to the one star podcast with Scott and Jeff I am uh, Kip and I'm Doug. Uh, welcome to Tosposage. It's going to be a good one. Oh, yeah. Uh, this is the show where we review your shitty reviews. So Surprise. keep them coming. Yeah. Our and special, keep them very, shitty. We've got a very, very special guest today. You, you know, uh, listeners know that on this podcast, I often bring on, interview some of the most fascinating people in the world to kind of find out Ooh, what makes, is, them, makes them yeah, tick. Ex- exciting. Today's uh, special guest is a uh, sci-fi writer, director, businessman, a lifeguard, slide cop, caramel corn stand entrepreneur, um, Mr. Dr. Doug Perkins. Hi, it's me, Doug. Welcome. Uh, well, yeah, thanks, man. Great to be here. Uh, I still have dreams where I'm back working at the caramel corn shop. And it's really busy. <laughs> How are the need re- me to crank out the caramel corn. How were the reviews of that place? How are there, oh, well, it was pre-Yelp back in those days, but uh, uh, I do remember one gentleman coming in after ordering a big box of cheese corn, and he uh, threw some cheese corn at me and said, are you trying to kill me? Because uh, one of the colonels, he said, cracked his tooth. But uh, he, tried to, he tried to show me his tooth, and I didn't see any crack, so I asked him to please leave. Well, the statute of limitations may have run out. Were you trying to kill him? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. No, okay. I, now I, you can I say would, it. <laughs> I would sprinkle a little cheese gravel in the uh, corn. Okay. So, Doug, this is episode 105. This is our 105th wow. episode. Wow. What a long, Year eight. strange and winding road it's been, huh? Yep. You know, you know, I hate talking about this, about the first 100 episodes. You know, you can't listen to them anymore. I know. That's what I heard. Yeah. Yeah. They were tragically kidnapped. Yeah. I was uh, listening being... to episode 103 and uh, you mentioned, yeah, that we yeah. couldn't hear it's them. A, so what, what happened? It's, well, it's, been, it's a bit of a mystery, mm-hmm. but there's been a crack in the case. Oh, okay. Yeah. Apparently, uh, they are being held for ransom right now. The first 100 episodes. What did the ransom note say? Yeah, well, here it is. It says we can get them back, but we have to give the terrorists $100 million by the end of this show. Oh, well, that shouldn't be too hard. We got loyal listeners. Right, right. So yeah. uh, we should give out our uh, Venmo information. Okay. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I believe, Doug O. Perkins on Venmo. Uh, or you can just go straight to the show, the to- at, uh, Tosp Wasage. Yeah, Tosp Wasage on venmo and just you know a hundred million not too much so just give what you can you have a few million here there right if, if i mean if each person gives one million dollars we yeah. should be set pretty easily we have a pretty high-end clientele <laughs> that's right that's right well if we don't get a hundred million dollars by then uh they say they will destroy the episodes forever right and that would just be a travesty if that mm-hmm. happened if those episodes were gone, I might as well like shoot myself in the head. Yeah. So yeah. we'll we'll check back throughout the show to see where we've gotten on the pledge drive. All right. Well, uh, why don't we take a little trip around the old U.S. of A. and Let's visit hit some it. landmarks? You got it, Doug. Uh, who's right. starting out? Me. Yeah. Why don't you start out? Okay. So I'm going to start off with a review from Yellowstone Park. All right. Sounds you've good. To, you've been to Yellowstone Park, Doug? I have not been to Yellowstone Park. I do, however, own a great t-shirt. Oh. It says Yellowstone Park. So, you know. Pretty much the same, same thing. Same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So here's a review from, uh, this is from uh, Gracie Bells. All right. And she says, or the headline here is, uh, it's almost like it's a national park. And here's the one star review. 
No Yogi Bear, no yellow stones, no volcanic eruptions. The geyser smelled bad, no cell service. It was outside, couldn't pet the animals. Traffic bad, staff extremely rude. One out of five, don't ever go here. This place blows. Weird. That's one that started out like, oh, this person's just being a troll. But yeah. no, I, I, I see what they were doing there. Just being a bad person. Yeah, and here's, here's something that you should, that everybody should know if they're going to go here that the geysers are outside. <laughs> right. Yeah. One of the parts of there's and one yeah. of the terrible things about it, no cell service, it was outside. Yeah, they should think about moving those inside. Couldn't pet the animals? Who's petting animals in a national park? Who's petting any wild animals? <laughs> I don't know. Unless like it's a, yeah. a baby deer or something, like I'm not going near <laughs> no, it. No, they, she go, goes on to say, they don't even let you touch the geysers. <laughs> Aren't they extremely hot? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's almost it's almost like liquid magma. They don't let coming you die? Center, coming out of the center of the earth. They won't let me I went to a Kilauea volcano in Hawaii. They wouldn't let me swim in the lava. Yeah. I wanted to rinse my face off with the geyser. <laughs> and they wouldn't let me. They said it would peel the flesh off off my skull <laughs> if i did that one star can you believe them okay you're <laughs> up doug all right uh i just got a few quickies for the uh the lincoln memorial Ooh, okay in dc Be it's, beautiful uh, memorial yeah very majestic yeah well this person on google reviews just wrote one star heather wrote Missed my turn. No parking. <laughs> One star. <laughs> Missed my turn? Like, on yeah. the, like driving? At first, I thought you were going to say, like, in line or something to see the memorial. But she said, right. missed, like, she was driving to the Lincoln Memorial, and she missed the exit to get off? To I go. guess so, yeah. And uh, therefore, one star for the memorial. <laughs> I missed my exit. One star. And Megan wrote, closed, worst experience of my life. And I have a lot of experience. Traffic. That's just one. That's one sentence. Traffic. I was about a second away from pulling my car over, turning my emergency lights on, and crying. Well, that sounds like maybe there's some other issues. So uh, dramatic. There. Worst experience of her life, and she, she has a lot of experience. <laughs> and, Real uh, charmed life for this lady. Caden uh, Rambat. Okay, good name. Um, don't know if male or female. Gave it one star and said, it makes me sad. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, like, oh, why? why? There's a lot of reasons it could make you sad, but then isn't it, isn't it moving? Yes, Isn't it should a be moving memorial if it like makes you sad. That's not worth one star. <laughs> it's also it's not like an amusement park ride. You're right. supposed to go yeah. up there and look at it and freak yeah. out or something. It's supposed to make you, yeah, think. Ah, Lincoln! <laughs> oh God, he's dead, isn't he? He's dead. Oh God, what happened? Oh, uh, all right. What do you you have? Uh, I understand Mount Rushmore. Speaking of Lincoln, yeah. yeah. This guy's like got that. multiple <laughs> monuments. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. This, yeah, this guy's going to be huge. He's big time, yeah. <laughs> We're getting in on the ground floor <laughs> of this Lincoln guy. Okay, so this is for the Mount Rushmore. This one is from Dan L. One star. Not very good. Kind of scary, IMO. My little sister cried. Do not bring kids to this thing. One star. So... There must be an age discrepancy there between he and his sister, right? Because he's old enough to be writing these reviews. Sure. But the sister's young enough to cry at a monument. He's probably a teenager, but well, his younger sister's got to be like seven or eight. Well, he thinks it's scary also. So how old are you if you think oh. that a mountain is scary? Yeah, that's what, is it just mountain. because of the big faces? I don't know. He doesn't go any more in depth. Not very good. So that's the first part of the review. Not very good. <laughs> the mountain is not very good. Like that. The carving is shit. <laughs> Hack. Okay, here's another, here's another one uh, for 
uh, Mount Rushmore. This is from Drew C. Mm -hmm. World's most mysterious natural rock formation, mountainous Rushmore, was underwhelming and a lot smaller <laughs> than promised. Not even sure who all these men are up there, but I think it's just the same man four times in a row. And why is that? Four question marks. There should be four or five women up there, if you ask me. Small as heck, crowded too. Like, can you at least put a VIP section so I don't have to rub elbows with all these peons? Met some really <laughs> cool people as I was milling around the border between pets allowed and pets banned. Should really allow pets. Seems very un-American and unfair. But the people I met were nice. Unfortunately, they were not associated with the Mountain Rushmore at all. So one star for this lumpy rock. Very, yeah, lots to digest Yeah, there. Uh. <laughs> the world's most mysterious natural rock formation. I don't think that's true. Like, I don't think it's one of those ones where you look up at it and you try to make it looks like a, a lamb's head or something. His point of, you know, there should probably be a uh, monument with women on it. There's sure. far too few sure. female yeah. statues and monuments yeah, in this and country. A lot of mount and a lot of mountains around. But I would just consider slapping some huge wigs on, on the presidents up there. Why not? Yeah. Put some rouge on yeah. their cheeks. <laughs> the time is now. Yeah. If I run for office in uh, South Dakota, is that where it is? Yeah. I will, uh, I'll put that on the agenda. I'm in. I'm into that. <laughs> I need a running mate. He says it's smaller. It was smaller than promised. The mountain. <laughs> Look at a week if you go to Mount Rushmore. We small, tiny. <laughs> and then he says, then he, and then he says, I'm not even sure who all those men up there are, but I think it's just the same man four times in a row. What kind of research have you done before this trip? Who is it? It's it's Lincoln, Washington, Teddy Roosevelt, and Jefferson. No, it's Teddy Roosevelt four times. Oh, <laughs> he went up there and reblasted all the <laughs> reblasted yeah. and put himself up there four times. God, it would be cool if someone snuck up those who just spray painted sunglasses yeah. on yeah. the <laughs> yeah. That's sick. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if that's legal. We, I mean, we both know that the CIA <laughs> is listening to this podcast, so we that's should true. tread lightly. That's true. Oh, probably also because of the terrorists. That yeah. Are, and please donate to get our first 100 episodes back. So how, how far sure. along are we, Doug, with the uh, $100 million right now? Well, it looks like we... Uh, oh, I'm going to refresh. Okay. Okay. And we're still at zero, but Ooh, okay. uh, I think there's a okay. bit of a lag, a bit yeah, of a sure. lag. I'm sure. And uh, when the donations go through, yeah, and some, some just people keep on donating. Yeah, and some people tune in late, you know, to the podcast. Yeah, that's true. They join late. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. If you're just coming in, if you're just uh, now turning on your uh, podcast receiver, we do need $100 million before the end of this episode. So just go ahead and donate what you can to our Venmo, yeah. Toss Passage. Yep. Thank you very much. Here's one more, Doug, for Mount Rushmore. This is okay. from PK, P.K, and he gives it mm -hmm. one star. If I could give zero to this collection of American fat pants ice cream zoo, I would. This is a disgrace to the park system. Don't go here. Stay in the hills or badlands instead. I do not think it's patriotic to deface a mountain. Also, the surrounding <laughs> towns are horrible. I'm pretty sure that the next gathering of the Juggalos is taking place around here somewhere. One star. To deface a mountain. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess like if someone started doing that now, you could never put a, a president up on a mountain now. People would have a fit if it was like a recent president. Oh, you know Trump's going to try that. Yeah, oh, I'm sure there will be oh, statues. Yeah. They should have like a, a promise him a statue and have a big unveiling and just it, make it the worst statue ever, <laughs> just fattest bronze statue. That's a great idea. Actual okay. size. All right, Doug. <clears throat> uh, I understand you uh, have, a, have a museum you'd like to read some yes, reviews, this, review some reviews on. This museum is uh, in Los Angeles, and I wouldn't 
necessarily call it a museum. It's more of a, like a carnival attraction. Okay. You know, something that you would, because it's only like four or five rooms and it's pretty cramped and they just throw in a bunch of stuff that they have there. And it's, it's called the Museum of Death. It's on Hollywood Boulevard. And I've been there because I have a pretty high tolerance. I think I'm fairly desensitized to uh, violence and images of violence, but I could not handle this place. It was wow. awful. It was horrific. They, ha they have some interesting things from like former serial killers, like John Wayne Gacy letters that he wrote from prison to different people and stuff like that. But uh, it's not for everyone, that's for sure. And Jennifer gave it one star and said, I cannot believe the content this place has, including photos of Sharon Tate's mutilated body. I walked out, okay? And then <laughs> David M.A. gave it one star and said, boring, that's all I could really <laughs> say about this place. <laughs> so, <laughs> so one person. This boring, all these boring dismantled corpses. <laughs> yeah. One person, way too much for them. The other person, not even close to enough. And, yeah, uh, that guy's a serial killer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, this one is Desiree, who says, staff was unnecessarily rude towards us. This is a common theme here. The staff is terrible. At the Museum My of Death. They want, yes. they want everybody to be real nice. And they uh, <laughs> also have a very strict no phone policy. You can't okay. take any pictures. Okay. Um, and it, which is weird. Cause a lot of people mention, oh, I could just look this stuff up online if I wanted to, but they also get mad that they can't take pictures. Hmm. Yeah. doesn't make sense. Okay. Hmm. So Desiree wrote staff was unnecessarily rude toward us. My friend was reminded very rudely about phone use. She apologized respectfully and attempted to put it away, which doesn't really make sense. <laughs> he continued to harass us and confiscated all of our phones like we were grade school children. He also emphasized multiple times that he should have kicked us out as if we didn't just pay an overpriced entrance fee. We stayed a little longer, but we couldn't fully enjoy our experience <laughs> at the Museum of Death because of this rudeness. Yeah, it's not a place you really fully enjoy. Trying to look at the corpses. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a good and time over here. Sharon G. wrote, the most frightening thing about this place is the smell of ass due to a lack of ventilation. <laughs> place could also use an update on some more recent killers. Wow. And then Nadia from Beverly Hills wrote, this place has very bad energy. <laughs> <laughs> the museum of death. <laughs> Uh, and this is, uh, this one made me LOL as yeah. I read it earlier after reading all these other ones, yeah. uh, Cindy from Bakersfield wrote, I had to give it a star or it would not let me write a review. <laughs> this was not a kid friendly place. Like their website <laughs> said, six of us went and only one slightly enjoyed it. My 12 year old came out staring at my loss of innocence. I think, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Not a place I would ever recommend or even tell people I have been to. Oh, she's writing this review. It's grotesque that someone is profiting from the lives of s surreal killers <laughs> and photos that would make anyone uncomfortable. This is not a place to visit. At, at one point you were like, six of us entered, only one survived. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded like. It was going for. Uh, the one thing I will say was interesting about this place is they had a, um, a replica of the, one of the bunk rooms from the Heaven's Gate. Ooh. Cult. Yeah. Um, well, during, you know, serial killers and cults are real hot right now. Oh yeah, huge. Especially huge. in the podcast world. Yes. You know? Yeah, there's a, uh, I used to listen to true crime podcasts and then uh, it robbed me, as this woman said, of my innocence. Yeah. So if you are squeamish, probably don't go to the Museum of Death on your fun trip to the West Coast. Or uh, Yellowstone. Yeah, same thing. Okay, I'm, uh, I've got some reviews here of Supercuts. Uh, oh, this, yeah. You know, at this time in our country, 
people want one thing more than anything else. Yeah. Is a haircut. haircut. Yeah. It's you know, haircuts keep... and then equality, like way further yeah. down. I'm not yeah. sure why, what the emergency for the haircuts is. I've, I've got a couple of theories. Okay. One is that you've been brainwashed by your hairdresser that they say ah. that you are a hideous troll unless they somehow can yeah. like sculpt your head into some something beautiful. Okay, this is a review for a Supercuts. And Supercuts is uh, is the Denny's of haircuts. Yeah. That's right, yeah. So Mikey F. says, looking again at the picture, I think it's a lady named Mikey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or she spelled her name wrong, which we've seen before. Conversation is lackluster. Girl didn't know what a carving comb was. They use ugly, cheap clips for my hair, and stylists kept telling me I should be a hairdresser, which I'm there to get my hair cut, not get career advice. The cut was fine up until I asked the girl to use a blow dryer to dry my wet hair to make sure the cut was even and to check for bulk. Hmm. Uh huh. She then tells me it's an additional $15 on top of my already $23 haircut. I was shocked. Go on. Then I surprised her by letting her know that I'm a Paul Mitchell graduate and a hairstylist <laughs> for over 12 years. Oh, man. A master's degree from Paul Mitchell. And so when the person suggested that she should become a hairstylist, she was so offended. Yeah, at the top. Here. But that's she said, what she, she, yeah. she graduated in from uh, PMU. I did not go to the Paul Mitchell University for six yeah. years to be treated like this. I'd, I'd one up her. Oh, yeah? Well, I went to uh, Vidal Sassoon. <laughs> so, fuck I am you. Good. My name is Vidal Sassoon Jr. <laughs> also, so here's it's super cuts. Like, you yeah. know what you're getting into, okay? Uh, here's one. Made yeah. a 5 p.m. reservation and basically sat and waited for more than 30 minutes waiting for my pre-made reservation. Explain what the point of a reservation is if you don't get served at the time your reservation is for. One star, and that's from Jay Seinfeld. <laughs> from Jay Seinfeld. That's good. That was a joke. Uh, was that a real one? It was a real one, but I, oh, it wasn't wait, actually Jerry Seinfeld, oh. but it just sounded, oh. it sounded like a, the review would sound right. like a Seinfeld joke. The... Uh, yeah, this is one of those people that thinks their time is extremely valuable. Yes. Yeah. I I want to know what all those people are, are doing throughout their day. I do too, man. I do too. I My I time gonna... is not valuable. No, no, not at all. I, I, a monumental waste of my precious time. <laughs> like they're like, a, like they're trying to find the vaccine. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Guess uh, guess I'll cure cancer tomorrow. So that's it for my supercuts reviews, Doug. I don't know about you, how often you get a professional haircut. My last professional haircut was probably in eleventh grade, <laughs> junior year of high school, I think. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm, I'm a, I have a bald head. I'm one of those oh, guys that's a bald yeah. head. If you paint a picture for you, uh, of, of course, then you know this, Doug. It's by choice. Right, you know, right. Of the yeah, way yeah. it looks to have a shiny head. Uh huh. No, because you know, it looks uh, cool. Make, yeah, cool people like, do it. You're like Mr. Clean. You're yeah. idle. Yeah, yeah. I choose not to grow my hair out, especially on the top. Right. Yeah. Just a, a lot of f foot hair, though. Yeah. You know, all that a toe knuckle. You know. <laughs> yeah. Get, a, get sure. a couple long ones going. Get a get a braid going there on the toe knuckle. I uh I I received a haircut two days ago. Haircut yep. received. Haircut received. It's uh, it was great. It's a mullet, and um, <laughs> and that and that's and the they, ladies oh, are screaming about it. And that's what you asked for. Yes, because I sh I showed her, I showed this woman whose name is McSweeney, I think. A picture of MacGyver. Yeah, a picture of MacGyver, <laughs> and she said, "All right." 
And now I look like Richard Dean Anderson at the peak of his <laughs> sexuality. Yeah. Okay. He was he was the sexiest man alive for I believe fourteen years. A record. Yeah, I kind of they feel like him and like Mark Harmon were going back and forth for a while, weren't they? Yeah. Uh, should we take a break? Let's take a little break here. All and, right. Uh, while we do so, why don't we take a look at those numbers again? Going into the break, uh, if you could just go ahead, we're still a hundred million dollars short our goal so of our, our goal, goal of 100 million dollars yeah. so let's get to donating as we take our break we're going to pause for these messages hi i'm kip from Tospwasage, the one-star podcast with scott and jeff Tospwasage is just one of the many stellar shows on the scott and jeff podcast network if you like what you're hearing and want to hear more please help us out by donating and ensuring the safe return of our first 100 episodes for the first 10 donations, we'll be offering up the first season of The Black Adder on VHS. Recorded from my parents' VCR in 1997. That's a great gift, Doug. The Black you will Adder. also receive a 26-CD box set of Woody Guthrie songs. One song per CD. Bit of a waste. Those are some incredible gifts for anyone calling in to make a donation to help rescue the first 100 episodes of Tospwasage. It uh, looks like to me, I, I'm just now reading the, um, what you would call a ransom note. Uh-huh, yeah. That you forwarded to me. Mm -hmm. yeah. And it seems here he, he's only asking for a hundred dollars. One hundred, it's not 100 million? Just so he could pay the shipping. No, I mean, 100 million sounded what someone should charge us. <laughs> right, but right. Uh, no, yeah, it's just a hundred dollars. He, he wants because we wanted the expedited shipping. Oh, so, so that's yeah. Do you, do you, so possibly not a terrorist. He, he seems like a pretty reasonable person, wow. um, according to this note, this ransom note. Well, one hundred bot, one hundred dollars. That should be easy. Yeah, we could do a hundred dollars. Right? Yeah. yeah, where where are we at right now? We're still at zero. Okay, okay. All right, let's pick it up in the second half here of the show. Yeah, now, now that uh, the, the goal is a little more realistic, mm -hmm. uh, let's, let's get those donations coming. Just crank on that uh, slot machine handle. I don't know why, but uh, <laughs> just crank on that and uh, send us some money. So you're saying instead of donating right away, you take the money you would have donated and you put it in a slot machine and try to like quadruple it. Yeah, give yeah, us the winnings. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. Should we mention uh, this week's sponsor? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, new to the show. Yeah, new to the show, a brand new company, pretty cool company, on the cutting edge, obviously. Go ahead. Doug. Month of the Month Club. The, the Month of the Month Club. Yeah, it's the Month of the Month Club. Each month, the Month of the Month Club sends you interesting tidbits about a different month. Oh, yeah, it's a it's a really cool idea. They're very forward thinking over there. At oh month yeah, month so it's Club. so it's like a is it one of those surprises where you don't know what's going to come in the package, right? Yeah. Yep. Exactly. One shows up every month, and it's about a different month. Yep. And like for instance, this January, because I've been doing month of the month club huh. uh, for a while. This January, when it was uh, cold and yeah. you know, out, outside and you just wanted that that warm weather. I got August. I got the uh, August, August month in January and they sent me, um, you know, some August stuff. <laughs> That's great. God, yeah. that must've felt so good. Oh yeah. It was great. It was great. See for month me, of the month club. for me, the month of the month club, it can, mm -hmm. it, it can really turn a, turn a month around for me. You know, some of those months is just like, man, this just is not my month. You just can't wait for the month to be over. Right. You know? Yeah, but then you get mm -hmm. the shipment from the month of the month club, and you right. and you get to transport yourself into a whole different month. Yeah, exactly. And let's say it's June, and you get uh, April, then you're able to relive April. Yeah, and yeah, if April didn't if April didn't go so well for you the first time, well, here you go again, April. And every now and then, um, you'll you'll get two you'll get like june twice in the same year which means you're not getting one month 
you know, during the rest of the year, which is kind of month erasure, which I don't like. Yeah. But yeah, uh, we're not here to criticize the month of the month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, they're a great sponsor. And if you like months, like we do, then you're going to love it. Yeah. I'm, uh, I mean, I, weeks are fine. Weeks are fine, but yeah, like, I like multiple weeks. There's just so much that can happen in a month. Yeah. Months are, uh, to a Highlander, decades are like months. I can't argue with that. <laughs> you know, I w- I, we had a couple of uh, questions from the fans. Oh, okay. Let's do it. Okay, so uh, question number one. Is it true that the Scott and Jeff podcast has been translated into over 500 languages? Yeah, that actually, that is true. It and is. No matter, no, yeah, no matter, and no matter what language you speak, you can listen. You may not understand it all, but you can also listen phonetically. Type out what you're right. hearing. Put it into Google Translate. And there you go. Yep. And it, it may be wildly off, but, sure. uh, but you'll get something. And, but that is a good point. No matter what language you speak, you can listen to our podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. As long as you have ears. Good thing to remember. Uh, yeah. here's, here's an interesting one from uh, Davis. So who are Scott and Jeff? <laughs> okay, maybe we shouldn't have asked that one on the air. Yeah, well, it's, a lot of people think that uh, there's a theory out there that uh, uh-huh. a lot of people think that we murdered Scott and Jeff. Yeah, uh, a lot of those people are with the Las Vegas Police Department. Um, okay, moving on. Next question. Next question. Uh, I really love your show. Can I give it more than one star? No. Even though Absolutely it is, not. Yeah. We, we do take, I mean, you can give us more than one star, but only if you're reviewing us on a website that has no rating system. So it's, you're not really giving us any stars at that point. But always, when, we, when you review the One Star and Podcast. Give it one star. Even if it's a five, because some websites have 10 star reviews. Yeah. Don't give it two. Don't give it two. It's still a one no. star. Still and one out on of the, 10. And on the five stars, uh, please give it a one star. What about percentage wise? What about the ones where you have to give it a percent? One uh, percent. <laughs> yeah, one percent. Um, okay, I think we uh, let's get back into the reviews, Doug. Uh, do you want me to go ahead with some reviews of a water park? Ooh, that'd be nice. Here you're in, an uh, actually you're actually an expert at this. I mentioned earlier yes, I, that you once worked at a water park. I worked at uh, Wet and Wild, or I think it was called Oasis Waterworks in Kennewick, yeah. Washington. And um, you, you were know, the guy, that's, cop. What, yeah, the guy up the top that would tell the kids when they could go and when they couldn't go. Yeah, I wielded my power um strategically we'll just leave it at that i yeah they would just look up at me and i would with the swipe of a finger let them know it was time to go down the slide and what a job i was very tan i I would imagine that you don't ever look at the kid right those guys never would look at anybody they just kind of look power play yeah i was always looking through my binoculars at the babes (laughs) All right, so take it away. You're obviously an expert in this area. Yeah, so this is uh, for Raging Waters, probably one of the one of the more famous water parks here in mm-hmm. Southern California. Yeah, it's yeah. in San Dimas, uh, yep. I believe. Rebecca wrote, "If I could leave zero stars, I would." Uh oh. I had a horrible experience at Raging Waters and will not be going back. First off, they have a wasp problem. <laughs> Ooh. At the entrance, they had ton of wasps flying around. My sister actually got stung, and they had zero concern regarding this issue. If you have any paranoia to wasps and bees, I'd suggest heading to another water park because you will find them everywhere. Lastly, I had my sandals stolen while at the Waves River. So <laughs> there's a lot going on at this uh, water park. Criminal <laughs> element out there stealing one sandal from each person. You're walking around mismatched stolen sandals on. And I'll just read one more from Danny B. in Lancaster, (laughs) who she wrote, The bees, 
If you have a bee allergy, do not come here. This place had more bees than people. I've never seen so many bees in my life. They're covering all the trash cans, swarming around the entire park in every area. Standing in line at the top of a water slide, you'll have five to six at least landing on you. Around the food, of course, you can be more understanding, but the amount is unreal. The Slurpee machine was covered. An employee was standing there trying to pour our drinks and having to swat 20 bees off the spouts before even trying to pour one. I heard multiple people getting stung all over the park. They need to get this under control. Ah, they, you, you wonder where all the bees went. Everybody's been talking about how all the bees disappeared. You see like 60 minute story on like the yeah. disappearance of all the bees. I guess we found them. Yeah, they're raging waters. <laughs> Just turn that place. Not, uh, yeah. Turn that place into uh, a bee sanctuary. A bee, yeah, bee sanctuary. And put the water park anywhere else in the entire world where they're looking for bees and maybe you could start attracting the bees again. Yeah, I think the key what is uh, flowing dirty water, um, <laughs> like weird uh, cheap hot dogs, Slurpees. <laughs> Just bring they all do. those things yeah, together. In one spot to make to create your own bee sanctuary. <laughs> right. There's nothing bees like more than like a overfilled kind of theme park garbage can, is there? Yeah, and a bunch of like <laughs> chubby four-year-olds running around to <laughs> to get stung. God, yeah. what about the? I'm, I'd like to see some reviews from bees. <laughs> oh they love it yeah, they, they love it. it all all five stars yeah. the bees yeah. love it i picture i picture you at the top of this one of the slides with one of those yeah. like a, a bee beard <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that guy on the bike that's covering the bees yeah, and just let people go with a bee yep. beard if you I could think just... we found the source this guy has a <laughs> bee beard <laughs> all you have to do is harness the bees you have a great time <laughs> Yeah, just slather, <laughs> slather honey on your face. Though instead of water, it was honey, and instead of a plastic slide, it was bee carcasses. <laughs> well, what, I guess all you really have to do is, what do you have to find the queen? The, yeah, yeah. Probably There's a buzzing around the head office over there somewhere. Yeah, the the queen is actually yeah the general manager of the entire park. <laughs> it's like they got like a business partnership, getting paid under the hive, if you know what I mean. <laughs> Let's see, I've got. Um, I was I was thinking about doing a couple movies. Oh, all right, a couple movie reviews. I've heard of um, the movies. And first, this this is the first one. Okay, this one is for Shrek Two. Okay. And this Shrek is a one-star review. Yeah, <laughs> Shrek 2. This is from 2004. I don't think this I ever saw Shrek 2, but hot yeah, go one, ahead. Hot one off the presses. But this is actually was a one-star review from a newspaper. Okay. okay. This is from uh, film critic Jason Solomons. All right. So he says, uh, the headline is, you call it a blockbuster, I call it utter tripe. Okay? And then okay. he says... Let's start with the ridiculous hype surrounding Shrek 2. It had been in competition in Cannes, and it did miraculous things rendering fur in CGI. Did not know that Shrek 2 was at the Cannes Film Festival. Yeah, I remember when Shrek 2 won the Academy Award for Best <laughs> Picture. <laughs> yeah, I don't know no, if that's Doug? true. <laughs> but maybe it is. So then, he says, then he goes on and he says, It isn't all that funny. Not when you look closely. There are many gags that are good ones that are choked by the bad and vocal performances of the British cast. For anyone over the age of 35, the film is shrill, short on logic, and full of unfathomable references. One star. <laughs> For anyone over the age of 35. <laughs> who's who reviewing this for? Who's going to go see Shrek 2 that's over 35? Well, yeah, there's, the I only watch, I only watch kids movies, but I want to know which ones are best for adults. I want to see some of his other reviews though. I want to know what he thought of Despicable Me 3. Despicable Me 3 is at the uh, Cannes Film Festival this year, I think. <laughs> okay, th here's another movie. This is, uh, this is on IMDb. Okay. Um, this is for 
2001, A Space Odyssey. Oh, yeah. Love that movie. Yeah. I do, too. I like like sci-fi movies. It's a classic. With the special effects and everything. Yeah. 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 So this this review is uh, 2001, A Cure for Insomnia. Oh. Headline of this. I'm sorry. Good music and cool special effects do not make a good movie. What the heck? I mean, I saw this movie when I was a kid and I didn't like it. Now I have a growing appreciation for movies and I want to write a column for a more grown-up point of view. I had two hours to spare and I watched this movie. I swear I nearly went insane. Apes? Question mark? I could just go to a zoo and say I saw this movie. (laughs) This guy sounds like more of a Shrek 2 type of guy. (laughs) So then he he says it's derivative. And then he calls it utter tripe. This is the second review. From a different person. From a different person. Calling something utter tripe, which is a term that I've only heard when people are giving movie reviews. Yeah. Have you ever heard that term anywhere else? It's yeah, like I don't really hear. I've heard trite. Yeah, no, utter tripe. So I so I looked up, I was trying to look up the origins of utter tripe, but then I had a typo when I searched for it online. Yeah. And I wrote utter tripe, but I spelled it T-R-I-0-E. Mm-hmm. And there was one result. Okay. Which I will read to you now. This is a uh, newspaper called the Ocean Grove Record. In Ocean Grove, New Jersey. This uh, this is from Saturday, February seventeenth, eighteen eighty three. Go on. Yeah. So I tried to search for utter tri zero e. Yeah. In the but it's like it's like some sort of photocopied microfiche or something. So I couldn't do the search function. But I did find some ads that were in the paper that day. Uh huh. This is an ad for Brown's Iron Bitters. All right. Okay. Brown's Iron Bitters will cure the worst case of dyspepsia, will ensure a hearty appetite and increased digestion, cures general debility and gives a new lease on life, dispels nervous depression and low spirits, restores an exhausted nursing mother to full strength and gives abundant sustenance for her child, strengthens the muscles and nerves, enriches the blood, overcomes weakness, wakefulness, and lack of energy, keeps off all chills, fevers, and other malarial poison, will infuse with the new life the weakest invalid. And then here's a review for the snake oil, Brown's Iron Bitters, that can cure anything. It's a real panacea, yeah. Yeah, it can can cure anything. So this is uh, what Mrs. L. F. Griffin supposedly said about Brown's Iron Bitters in 1883. For six years, I have been a great sufferer from dyspepsia and constipation. In fact, life had almost become a burden. Finally, when hope had almost left me, my husband, seeing Brown's Iron Bitters advertised in the paper, induced me to give it a trial. I am now taking the third bottle and have not felt so well in six years as I do at the present time. Brown's Iron Bitters will have a better tonic effect upon anyone who needs bracing up than any medicine made. Brown's Iron Bitters. New sponsor for the show. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's good. Interesting read this paper. But anyway, back to 2001, A Space Odyssey. Um, So anyway, he also says, this is a smells like cheese. He says, this is the guy's name that wrote this review. Smells like cheese. He says, there's one scene when they're orbiting Jupiter that takes right. seven minutes. What a colossal waste of my time. Yeah, he's never going to get that back. What it smells right. like cheese doing with seven minutes. What does he need <laughs> that seven minutes? For? I know. I love how they write that it, all these things are a huge, colossal waste of their time. But writing reviews on the internet, not. Yeah, and- in this review, their time. <laughs> this review for sure took him longer than seven minutes. He probably spent like, you know, a half hour to an hour going back and like making sure all of his jokes were in. Jeez. I'll tell you who's getting their time wasted. Me doing research yeah. for this podcast. Having yeah, this podcast review. has been a colossal waste of my time. <laughs> uh, 
this is from Rock Wizkid. One out of ten. What the heck? Rented this one just to laugh at how movie makers in the 50s and 60s thought the world was going to look in the year 2001. I figure we would see ridiculous flying cars, jet packs, meal in a pill, talking robots, etc. Then I figured out I was going to write a review here talking about how wrong they were. Since the year 2001 has already happened, and it was nothing like that. I popped it in the player, and to my surprise, it just looked like a fake documentary about monkeys with a couple of guys in really fake-looking monkey costumes. Kind of like Planet of the Apes. Five minutes in, still monkeys. Ten minutes in, I asked myself, how are they going to stretch this out for a whole movie? I will never know, because when a monkey threw a bone up in the air so high it went into space and morphed into a rocket ship, I was done with this garbage. Who on earth would predict the year 2001 would be like that? I returned it shortly after that and rented Mortal Kombat 2, which was way more realistic <laughs> with better fighting. <laughs> In conclusion, you would be much better off renting a documentary about apes or even Gorillas in the Mist or maybe Planet of the Apes, which this movie is trying to be like. Avoid! I don't know. My, my favorite part of this review is the, that he rented Mortal Kombat 2 and it was way more realistic with better fighting than 2001 a space odyssey yeah which no. i guess is true the fighting part sub-zero super realistic <laughs> there's not a ton of fighting and yeah, there's some arguments i would say in 2001 a space odyssey but no like real martial arts ass kicking and then that garbage match cut that is one of the best shots ever of the bone flying up yeah turning into a spaceship yeah this, this guy, guy hated that this guy can't get Bent. Yeah, you wouldn't see that in Mortal Kombat 2. Garbage. Nope. Um, I have I have I have one movie. Oh great. Hit it. Okay, this is from Letterboxd and it's uh for the film Fight Club. Ooh. The 1999. I, I, I like I love that movie. Yeah, I like it too. Um and Ice Cream B, she did not like it. She said, uh, uh -oh. I feel like this is supposed to be anti-white male terrorism, but instead comes off as glamorizing it. I think this movie has probably done harm. I guarantee to you that a lot of people don't pick up on the satire part of this one. Not to mention the plot twist is dumb and pretty much instantly predictable. <laughs> Stupid, <laughs> ugly, irresponsible trash. And then she writes, full disclosure, this movie somehow made me a little horny. I cannot explain <laughs> why. <laughs> She's mad at the movie for making her horny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I couldn't stop. Bait? <laughs> I couldn't stop. During bait. the movie. She can't explain what turned her on. Do you think it was uh, Brad Pitt or Ed Norton? Right. I think it was Brad Pitt. Ooh, and, Meatloaf. And, or Meatloaf, yeah. With Maybe the, it was Meatloaf. With the boobs. Yeah. Oh, I could see that. I could see just kind of like just, just going to town on yourself <laughs> watching Meatloaf in that movie. <laughs> Rest in peace, Meatloaf. Rest in peace. I don't, I don't think he's dead, but. All right, Doug. It's time for everybody's favorite part of Toss Passage. The uh, Toss Passage Roundup. Yeah, the randos. You get one rando review. All right. Doug, you're on the clock. Okay, this is a review for Denali, the giant mountain in Alaska. Okay. And Jesse Marquardt gives it one star and says, why y'all people reviewing a mountain? <laughs> good question, yeah, that Jesse. Is a good question. All right, okay. what do you got? Here's, here's mine. This is a, a review from Amazon about a banana hammock. You know what that is? It's like kind of oh, like, yeah, a like a sexy, speedo, sexy yeah. speedo. But I don't think they're for banana hammocks or for swimming. I don't know if they're just for sunbathing or what. I don't know. Ah, okay. But I don't think I think a speedo has ass coverage, but maybe a banana hammock doesn't. Maybe a banana hammock has the string going up your ass or something. Oh. Anyway, here we go. <laughs> this is a review from Terry C. One star. Sizes are misleading. Small penis pouch. If you have a tiny penis. This item is for you. I will say it is not meant for the well-endowed. The front penis sleeve is pointed and small. I ordered an XXL and it's hard to fit. I was flopping out all over the place. I'm 204 pounds, 34 inch waist, and this was still a bit tight. 
Okay, now here's one more review I'm gonna get in from Adam Gonzalez. The back looks fine. The front has way too much material. Not very flattering. Looks like a little elf hat. Very pointy plus material gets caught when you zip your pants. <laughs> one star. So I guess the uh, other guy was right when he said, if you have a tiny penis, this item is for you. <laughs> okay, Doug, you got, you got another rando? Um, oh, this is, yeah, this is a good one. So this is a review from Wayne on Goodreads for the international bestseller, The Da Vinci Code. All right. One of the, one of the highest selling books of all yeah. time. Yeah. So Wayne said, I downloaded the book and put it on my iPod and began to listen to it on a long road trip. I found it engaging and the plot twisted and turned, jumping from scene to scene, back and forth in time. Really kept the reader on her toes. I'm not sure if I liked it. The writing style was pretty crude, but it kept me thinking. About an hour into listening, I realized that the iPod was on shuffle mode. And in fact, <laughs> all the chapters were being shuffled. I groaned and started over. When played in a linear fashion, I found it to be one of the most mindless things ever. <laughs> so they liked that it was confusing and jumping around all over the place? Yeah. They That's liked, what they uh, liked the most about it. Yeah, the bold style in which it uh, moved around chronologically was what they found really engaging. <laughs> okay, well, uh, that's it for the show today. Um, well, Doug, why don't we check back in on uh, how we're doing on the $100 that we're trying to raise in order to get the uh, Tospwasage first 100 episodes shipped out our way. How are we doing there? All right, well, I, oh, this is interesting. Just look back at the Venmo, and it looks like 90. Ooh, we're up to 90. Close. 90. $90, oh, no, no. that's great. No, not nine zero. Nine, 19. Oh, 19. 19. 19. Oh, $19. That's, that's better than no. Than uh, it's actually 19 cents. 19 cents. How, so do you, we just, how do you pledge cents? Can you even do that? We just need. Can you send uh, cents? $99.81. And we will reach our goal. But thank oh. you to the uh, four different people who got us to 19 cents. <laughs> you know who you are. And we'd like to thank our sponsor, the Month of the Month Club. This month is June, and June's uh, month is May. Oh, yes, I was hoping for May. That's it for our episode. We'll be back with a brand new episode. Shocking. Bonus. A brand shocking. new shocking episode. Very special episode. On the next one star podcast with scott and jeff keep having miserable experiences out there everybody take it easy